everyone, welcome to another episode of Opposites React. It is August 3rd, 2022, episode 127. We had a three-week hiatus, but we are back. Tyler has stopped coughing his guts out. So, uh, yeah, here we are. How are you doing, Tyler? I'm Sarah, by the way. This guy is Tyler. <laughs> uh, yes, I am feeling much better. I figured that no one wanted to hear me coughing every, like, 30 seconds, so we, we had to hold off for a couple weeks to make this somewhat reasonable to listen to mm, true. or for you to edit that's true too so that being said i mean we've we've been up to a lot the last few weeks i mean i've been watching a lot of stuff i have a whole list of stuff here i want to talk about and um yeah we'll touch based on a few other topics that have happened recently in the world and things that we're interested in so um i'm going to talk for a while so why don't we start with you sarah why don't uh <laughs> you you've been playing a couple new things recently well, you finished the hospital, right? I did. I finished Two Point Hospital. Okay. That game was a little too long. Got a little too hard. <laughs> um, but uh, I was trying to beat it before Two Point Campus comes out, which is like, because that comes out later this month, and I think I might be burned out on Two Point. <laughs> but then Lucas started Two Point Hospital today, and I kind of forgot how fun it was. <laughs> so that was bad, but it, it was good in the end. Um, there was no credits. So I think like they added extra stuff at the end of the game and they took away the credits where it normally ended. So I'm like, you know what? I'm done. I'm not going to do the extra content right now. I'll go back later. Um, and then what did I do? I started Live Alive and then I started Xenoblade Chronicles Definitive Edition, the first one, because the third one just came out. So I should probably catch up. Um, so yeah, that's what I've been I've been playing stuff. And pick off 3D until I die. Good. Um, I have not really been playing anything new, but that shouldn't be a surprise to most people. Uh I did the other day uh, re-download Uncharted 4 for the PlayStation 4 um, because I watched the Uncharted movie and I kind of got the urge to play the games again because the games are fun. I love the Uncharted games. I know Sarah doesn't, but... They're very boring. I, I think, well, they, some parts can be, but I enjoy the story. I enjoy the, the the writing and the acting is very good. And then obviously the gameplay itself is, is good. The action scenes are good. So. Was that on PlayStation Extra? Uh, yes. Well, I mean, it was already on my list. I don't know if I had it beforehand, but I'm pretty sure it is still part of Extra mm. if you don't have them already. So, but yeah, I like downloaded Shadow of the Colossus a while ago. Yeah, I never played it. I deleted it. <laughs> that was an impulse thing that didn't pan out. There was something else you downloaded too and never played. Uh, Final Fantasy XII. Oh, I played yeah. it for like two hours. Did you? Yeah. Oh, man. It's probably got two hours in. Yeah. It starts in Damascus, I think it does. You didn't even get out of there. I can't remember what it's called. Anyway, uh, but I've been watching a lot of stuff the last couple of weeks, um, mostly because I was sick and I kind of just felt like sitting around and watching stuff. Didn't have the energy to play games or mm-hmm. do much else. So, so yeah, I uh, rented a couple of movies uh, like from the Cineplex store. I watched some stuff on Netflix, from Disney Plus, stuff like that. I haven't I haven't seen anything in theaters for a while. Although I do plan to go to back to the theaters this weekend to see the new Brad Pitt movie Bullet Train. Mm-hmm. Looks fun. But yeah, so I, I have a list here of the movies. Um, I just put them in alphabetical order here, so we'll kind of go through them. I, I won't take too much time up on these because otherwise we'll be here all night. But I'll give a brief summary without any spoilers, really, because most of these are newer f- films or series, so I don't want to spoil too much. But uh, the first film, uh, for going alphabetically here, uh, is called Ambulance. That's the one that came out earlier this year. I think it was March or April in theaters. That's the Michael Bay-directed film with Jake Gyllenhaal where he plays him and his brother um, trying to rob a bank, 
because his brother needs money for like a surgery for his wife. That's a basic setup in the movie. So they rob, they go rob bank. Robbery goes wrong, obviously. So they have to basically hijack an ambulance. And then from there, that's pretty much the whole movie. They're just trying to run away from the police. The whole movie is just one extended police chase in an ambulance. Why are you smiling like that? Because Jake Gyllenhaal was in the the 911 movie that we watched the, last the year. Guilty. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny. So if you've ever seen a Michael Bay film before, you'll know what to expect. He's kind of like dialed up to eleven in this one. Uh, there's a lot not? of yeah. He yeah. He doesn't do he doesn't do subdued very well. Um, that said, the, the movie was very entertaining, especially with such a simple plot. Um, I guess I'm not going to go into, deep, into specifics about the plot or spoilers or anything, but um, it was probably a little over two hours. Um, it, it had it starts off a little obnoxiously, like he hit he, Michael Bay for some reason loves using drone shots in this one. It's a cool new thing. A lot of drone shots, and I'm like, okay, it's just you. Sometimes it serves the purpose of the action. Sometimes it's just there to show off. So, but once I'd say once the movie gets like a good 40, 45 minutes in, it gets really it finds its finds its footing, and from there on, it's pretty enjoyable. A little bit of a rough start, but like I said, it's I had to rent it for like I don't know seven bucks in the Cineplex store, so it might not be worth it for you to rent it right now if you're not a fan of his films. But if it ever goes on, I'm sure it'll be on Netflix or Prime one day, and then you can check it out if if you want something like a dumb action movie to watch. Yeah, it was good for what it was. I'm not in any rush to rewatch it, but I'd probably watch it again in the future if, if it's on streaming or something. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, next film. Oh, sorry, they're not all films. Um, well, this one's sort of in progress. I won't go into too much depth on this one, but I started watching a new series on Apple TV that came out about a month, month and a half ago. It's called Blackbird. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's still ongoing, actually. Uh, the final episode airs this coming Friday, a couple of days from now. So... I will report back next week after seeing the series finale. I don't. I don't know if it's a. I don't. Know if, I don't have no idea if they're planning to do a season two of this or if it's like a one-off. So I don't know if it's a season or a series finale. But I will say the five. It's only a six-episode run, but the five episodes I've seen so far have been great. Um, the first two episodes, especially, are really strong. Really hooks you into the show. Um, the last couple of episodes are a little middling. It like kind of treads water a bit, but then there are some big like moments near the end of each episode that will keep you coming back for the next one, right? So. Um, it's based on a true story of uh, a character. His name's Jimmy Keen. He he gets uh, arrested for like running drugs and or guns and drugs and stuff like that. I think it's supposed to be set in the '90s sometime. But um, so he gets incarcerated for ten years, and then the the prosecutor to put him away comes to him and says with a deal and says we'll put you in a like the most dangerous like maximum security mental institution in the states if you they want him to, to befriend a. Yes. They want to befriend another prisoner that's in there who is going to be out on parole soon um, because they think that he murdered a bunch of women and, and he only really con- only really confessed to like two of them, but they believe he killed many more. Mm-hmm. So they want to they want to keep this guy locked up. So basically, yeah, they send this they send this guy in basically as a like a snitch or a mole to try and and get a confession or it gets more information on this guy's where the other bodies might be buried so they can keep him in prison and. Uh, so yeah, that's the basic plot, and from there, like I said, it's 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 mostly a, it's mostly a two man show. It's, it's the main the main actor is uh, uh, his actor's name is Taron Edgerton. I believe it's pronounced. He was in uh, like he was in Kingsman, mm. main character in King in the first two Kingsman films. He was also did the El- Elton John oh right biopic The Rocket yeah. Man. He's a really good actor, and he and he actually like he was he's usually not as big as he is in this film. Like he mm-hmm. definitely got like worked out. I don't know if he worked out specifically for this show or if he's prepping for another role, but he's like absurdly big in this movie <laughs> it's almost distracting but like <laughs> well no because he's just uh-uh. like he's a small guy but you can see like his upper body is just like he's got the it's kind of like when tom hardy got ripped for for um for warrior and and, and the dark knight rises you just see like mm. his his traps and his 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 um 
biceps are just like ridiculously big, like for a guy who's not normally that proportionate. So, um, but he's he's also a really good actor. Like I said, it's just he's he's physically imposing in the film, but he's trying not to be because he's trying to befriend this guy who's kind of like a wuss. Like this guy is very introverted in the prison. So he's trying to come at him like as being like a brother, like a protector, as opposed to just like uh, trying to strong arm him into, into some information. So it's it's a really good tightrope they walk with that dynamic. Um, but yeah, if you have Apple TV, I definitely recommend checking it out. Subject matter can be a little disturbing. Um, they go into some graphic detail about some of the murders the guy committed. So if not, it's kind of like Mindhunter. So I'm not, gonna say, is it on the level of Mindhunter? Right. So if you're not into that stuff, then don't watch it. But um, yeah, it's a really good show, Blackbird. Uh, we'll report back on that next week. Next. Movie is one that's been out for a while. I finally got around to watching it on Disney Plus. It wasn't any rush to watch it, but um, I figured I should get around to watch it because I've watched most of the MCU stuff. I hadn't seen Eternals yet. Oh, but, yes. Angelina Jolie uh, one. Right. Um, so it was actually a lot better than I expected. I've heard a lot of people bagging on this film, like saying it's like one of the worst MCU films and that it's just so. It, it does. It's a very hard task because they're trying to introduce a bunch of new characters and like trying to cram it all in like a two and a half Which hour is movie. Like the opposite of what they've done for the rest of them. Right. Um, yeah, so it does feel, it can be, I would say it's probably, it'd probably be better on multiple viewings. Like I got enough out of it on the first viewing, but I'm sure I would enjoy, enjoy the details a bit more on a second viewing. But from the first viewing, what I, what I saw was good. Like the plot is not, even though there's a lot of characters, it's not a complicated plot. It's not that hard to follow. There's a lot of names to remember, but the action was really well shot. Um, it was really, it's probably one of the better looking MCU films from the cinematography and stuff. And, uh, yeah, I, I don't think it's confirmed they're making a sequel to this one, but I'd be very, very disappointed if they don't, because they really laid a lot of the groundwork for, to make a very interesting universe out of this one. Um, but yeah, I, I really enjoyed it. I think, uh, it's not like one of my top five Marvel films or anything, but it's definitely not in the bottom five, you know, it's probably in the middle somewhere. So yeah, if you haven't seen it yet, it's on Disney Plus, get around, you can, you know, throw it on one day. If you got a few hours to spare, because it is a long <laughs> movie, but... Um, and the next one I want to talk about is I've already talked about this film before when I saw it in theaters but I want to talk about it briefly with you because you watch it with me is uh, what I love is oh. uh, Everything Everywhere All at Once yeah that movie yeah Sarah didn't like it <laughs> shocker which I don't know how to I, Opposite I, I don't know how, I don't know how to process that I think if you don't like that film you're a monster honestly sorry yeah I disappoint you yes you do but that's okay <laughs> um, well you didn't hate it it's just you, you, didn't, you didn't find it amazing like I did, but... No. Can we at least agree, like, it's very impressive visually? Visually, it's cool. Yeah, and they do a lot of fun scenarios with the plot. Like, yeah. it's not... It's not definitely, it's definitely a unique film, you can admit that. Like, it's... It wasn't what I expected, but it's not okay. something I loved either. I don't know. I just no, didn't but, get what you got out of it. Okay, that's fair. I mean, to each their own. But uh, I'm glad you watched it with me anyway and got to experience it. Yeah. I still definitely encourage everybody else to watch it if you haven't seen it yet. Um, it's not... It's not streaming anywhere yet. Like, for free, I did have to rent it mm. off the Cineplex store. So, again, if you want to spend, like, six, seven bucks, you can rent it now or you can wait. I'm sure it'll be on streaming in the next couple months somewhere. Um, uh, the next film is one of the more recent releases. I think it was only a couple weeks ago uh, on Netflix. Uh, it's called The Gray Man. Oh, right. That was the uh, one with Ryan Gosling and Chris Evans, um, directed by the Russo brothers who did the Avengers films. Right. So... Um, a lot of big and names. I also, I also, a lot of big names in this one, big budget. Um, I saw a lot of people bagging on this film too after it came out, and I, I don't get it. Like, I watched the film and I thought it's a throwback for me, it's a throwback to 90s action films, which is something I love. And if you go in just expecting that, don't expect a crazy plot, there's not a lot of twists or anything. Um, sure, some of the action could have been shot a bit better. I mean, I even showed you a scene about some of the fighting, the editing, and you, mm-hmm. you laughed at it, but. 
it's very it's similar to the Marvel type fighting. If if you've seen the Marvel films, you'll know what to expect. Yes, with, like that's what exactly what I said. Yeah. Like for one of the scenes, it was like Chris Evans looks like he's still being Captain America, just how methodical and like clean cut all of his punches are. It's like oh boy. Mm-hmm. But no, I, I thought it was really interesting. Like I saw that the best comparison I could see the other day was. Um, I watched like the honest trailers on YouTube mm. for this film, and they said Chris Evans is really channeling that '90s Nicolas Cage um, oh. energy. I'm like, yeah, I could buy that because he put on the stupid mustache for the role, and but yeah, he's just he's very over the top in this one compared to his other roles. Right. So I think you know he embraced being a villain just like he did it. Well, I shouldn't say that. Sorry, I was gonna say another role he did, but I don't want to spoil that film either. Um, but when he does play uh. a villain in certain roles, he's he's very entertaining. Gosling is good. A lot of people bag on Gosling because they just feel like he's very just one note. Like he's people like compare him to like Drive and Blade Runner and A Place Beyond the Pines. All these films where he's just like Do a very they know quiet. Know about Lars? <laughs> they have to know about Lars. I know you love Lars. Yeah, I don't think Gosling. I think Gosling's fine. And honestly, he got really in, like in shape for this role. He was almost more in shape than Evans was. And Evans is still still at the Captain wow. America build, but Gosling was like. You know, as, as they do in most of these, again, it's not a Marvel film, but since it's done by the same directors, I'm going to say in most Marvel films, they always have that one shot where, you know, the hero has their shirt off because they want to yeah. show off how in shape they are. Yeah. And in this film, there's one scene where Gosling's got a shirt off and you're like, yeah, you got really ripped for this movie. Like, holy cow. And he's, you know, he's actually, he's older than Evans. He's in yeah. his 40s, Gosling is now. Mm-hmm. So it's like, well, good for him to take this role seriously, you know, but... Uh, yeah, and, and, too, isn't there? and they are going to film a sequel. Yeah, so if you did like this one, if you end up watching it like it, then take solace in the fact that it will be a sequel in a couple of years. <laughs> and if you didn't like it, then you can just disregard it. But really, I, and there's... spent a lot of money on it, so you probably should watch it. Yeah, I think it's good. I know, honestly, it's, it's a kind of thing, kind of movie I would have liked to have seen in theaters but, if the option was yeah. there. But There needs to be a Netflix theater. Um, here's another one that I rented uh, recent, very recently. I think I only watched this last weekend. Uh a movie I wanted to see in theaters earlier this year, but I just never got around to for some reason, and that it, it didn't last so long in theaters. But um, it's called The Northman, and it's a it's like a Viking a Viking, Viking one, movie, yeah. yeah. La, uh, la, la. A, a great cast: Alexander Skarsgård, Nicole Kidman, uh, Anya Taylor Joy, Willem Dafoe, Ethan Hawke. Uh, really good cast, and and honestly, it's like you don't see violent Viking movies like this really anymore like i know they did like there's like that viking show that was on tv for, yes, for people years. love that yeah um and i haven't watched it so i can't judge it but i'll just say in terms of movies you don't see a lot of viking movies no you do and not. Def- definitely not like this yeah this one is very i don't want to call it artsy or indie or anything because it did have a big budget but it starts off very slow and kind of odd too like <laughs> you probably need to watch it with subtitles on because oh. all the dialogue is very it's not like it's not that they're not speaking English, but it's just the way they talk. It's almost like muffled kind no, of. No, but like you know, like you know, you know, like when you watch a Shakespeare movie, it's what subtitles on because the, the the way they talk is very interesting. Yeah. Well, it's kind of like that with it. Okay. It's like an old style of English. Yeah. I don't know how you describe it, but so eventually that does kind of ease on as the movie goes. But um, but but the action is like super violent. There's a lot of gore in this. So if you don't like that stuff, then uh, you probably won't like this. But uh, it definitely doesn't shy away from the violence. Um, yeah, like I said, probably a two-hour movie. Didn't overstay its welcome for me. Great music, great cinematography. Um, I loved it. And I'm sad I didn't see it in theaters, but it is what it is. Can't, can't see them all, I guess. But uh, How did you watch that one, sorry? I rented that one. You rented it, The Cineplex sorry, yeah. story, yeah. So again. Money, money. Well, seven bucks. I mean, to watch it in 4K at home, too, it's it's worth it. Next one. I can't remember if I talked about this a few weeks ago or not, so you correct me if I did already, but did I ever talk about what I thought about The Terminalist, that Amazon series that I watched? I don't think so, because I was just going to ask you about yeah, it. Yeah, I don't think I ever summed it up either. But 
So that's so yeah, the terminal list came out. I think it was July first actually. It came out on Amazon Prime, and that's they've been promoting it quite a bit. Um, I saw so many ads for it. Yeah, that's the uh, so Chris Pratt stars in that one. It's based on a book series. Uh, it's it's your typical you know um, Chris Pratt plays like a military. Um, I can't remember if he was shoot was he it wasn't a, was he was a marine was he a navy seal no i can't remember which part of the military he was in but anyways he like special ops program so he you know his, his mission goes bad somewhere over in you know the middle east somewhere i think it is and uh his, most of his team gets killed and then he finds out it's all a conspiracy and so yeah he's just basically most of the series after the first episode is him on the run with like a buddy of his who's like in the cia now they're trying to find out who set him up and who framed his team and it's one of those typical you know, military thrillers. There's really no big twists in the show. But again, it's, it's, I think it was eight episodes, if I remember correctly. Eight episodes of an hour each, probably. Uh, uh, and takes a, the first couple of episodes does take its time to find its footing. But after that, it's pretty, I, I say from episode four on, it's pretty strong. Um, I really enjoyed it, even though it didn't really break any new ground for me. I've seen many movies like this or shows like this before, mm-hmm. but uh, I enjoyed it for what it was. Again, if, if you're okay just watching like an episode a day over a week, you can definitely get through it. And uh, yeah. I kind of thinking it's a well-made show, but you know it's not gonna blow you away. It doesn't right. do anything new, but yeah, that's that, I think that's how it is with most streaming shows nowadays. Though, like even something like Blackbird, which I really enjoy. Like if you've seen any series like that before, where like someone is like infiltrates a prison to befriend a prisoner and get like, like you've seen stuff like that before. So it's not it's more about how good is the writing and the acting mm-hmm. that can carry something like that because mm-hmm. the plot's not gonna break new ground. All right, got two more here, uh, and we'll move on. Uh, because it just went up on Amazon Prime a couple of days ago, I did get around to watching the Uncharted movie. Uh-huh. And it was meh. Which I expected, but I didn't hate it. I haven't hated anything I've watched yet. I said I didn't yeah. say hate it. I said didn't No, it, it's kind of what I expected, which is the casting was bad, the plot was dumb. Um at least I'll say the action scenes action scenes were shot well. Like mm-hmm. um the the, it felt like a video game. It felt like an Uncharted. You know, they adapted. Oh, yeah, they adapted they the feel. The scenes. Not exactly. not not that scene. I'm just saying, like they adopted the feel of, like kind of how clumsy Drake is in combat in the games to the movie. They did that well. But yeah, it's not really. It's a forgettable movie. It's yeah. the only thing I'll ever say better about the Uncharted games. It's better than the movie. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, uh, I don't know. Like I said, it's on Amazon Prime. You can probably spend find a worse way to spend a couple hours, but. Honestly, out of all the other stuff I've mentioned so far, I would watch everything else on this list above Uncharted <laughs> um, if you had a choice. So, whatever. It is what it is. It's not the worst video game movie ever. It's definitely not the best. Um, I'm sure they're going to make a sequel because it made a pretty decent amount uh, of money. And they have, what, three ending like, bonus Yeah, movies? three post-credit scenes, yeah. yeah. Um, and most recent movie that I just watched last night. Yes? You definitely watched another movie. What? what Doctor Strange. I haven't finished it. You didn't finish Doctor Strange? No. Can't say it. Can't comment on it yet because I haven't finished it. Because I didn't, I didn't like the first half of it. I, you said Scarlet Witch was awesome and you loved it so much. Well, I love Scarlet Witch, but <laughs> so the other half of the movie is not worth Scarlet Witch. I, I just haven't heard good things about it. it doesn't it doesn't incentivize you didn't me hear to hear the good things about the Eternals and you finished the Eternals? But I actually like that movie. I don't like the first half of Doctor Strange. The last movie I want to talk about yeah, that I just watched the other night actually. Um, because it, this one also just recently went up on Amazon Prime. And I'd heard good things about it when it was in theaters a few months ago. Um, it's a horror film. I guess you describe it as a horror thriller or whatever. Um, it, it's just called X. Like the letter X. That's the name of the movie. So it is a... As far as I can tell, it's an original screenplay. I don't think it's based on anything. But uh, I think he means called Cross. I'm pretty sure it's called X. 
Ross. No. Like on a PlayStation. We're not getting into the it's PlayStation Ross thing. Ross button. No. Okay. Whatever you say. You ask anybody else. I'm pretty sure. Okay. Then you go look it up online. Tell me if the movie is actually supposed to be called Cross. I'm okay. pretty sure it's called okay. X. Okay. I'm going to Google it right You know why it's called, you know what? No, you know why it's called X? Because in the film several times, the one uh, actor, the one character refers to the, the female lead as having the X factor. So I'm pretty sure the movie is supposed to be called she X for a reason. the Cross factor then. No. Okay. Whatever. Should be E-X. Then I'm going to make. Anyway. <laughs> Sidetrack some more. <laughs> Uh, That's what I'm here for. It is. It's definitely like a low budget film, um, and I, I say, and I don't like low budget on purpose. I don't mean that to say that it's like they couldn't do certain things in the film because they didn't have the budget. I just mean like they filmed it a certain way to feel kind of retro. Like oh, it's set in the '70s, like 1979 specifically, I think. So they definitely filmed it with that in mind, um, with like the filters and the cameras and stuff. You can tell, but so basically, it takes the plot is you have six characters i think there's six of them all together um they are going they rent a like a boarding house on this farm in the middle of nowhere i don't think they ever say what state they're in in the u.s but uh so they rent this boarding house out basically to, to shoot an adult film okay um because again it's taken to, it's back in the 70s and i don't i don't know the history enough of adult film to know if like, i think that's when it kind of exploded was in the 70s or 80s so they because in the film they make several references like oh people have never seen stuff like this before like we're gonna be pioneers and this mm. stuff's gonna be we're gonna show this on big screens. People are gonna we're gonna be rich. So, uh, anyways, so you have like yeah, you have like the director and his girlfriend and a bunch of other actors they bring along to film. So basically, what happens is I won't go too much into detail in the plot here, but they rent this little like, you know, like it sounds I said, like a horror movie. Yeah, it sounds like dark pictures. There's an older there's an older couple, the married couple that live in the house and they're like so they so like I said so these these younger people are renting out this farmhouse to shoot a an adult film in, and then one of the the woman from the house, the wife, is like... I saw this ad. Did you? She's, she kind of, like, spies on them and finds out what they're doing. And um, her husband finds out, too. Her husband gets, like, very angry because he's, like, very, you know, like, kind of prudish. Okay. Like, he's like, oh, you know, it's like, this is disgusting. You people are, you know, and then... But the wife, the older wife, is actually really into it because she feels neglected in her marriage and she wants to feel young so she kind of like gets a rise out of watching the young people do their things so eventually um it the movie takes a turn and you find out these old people are much more violent than first impression would imply and it then turns into a horror stalker mm-hmm. type film um and it's really good like it starts off very slow for the first half hour i'll say but if you stick with it once once the violence starts it doesn't let up for the last hour of the film it's very violent <laughs> and there's a lot of death going on um, and it's entertaining. They do some interesting scenarios with stuff. Like I've seen a lot of horror films, and you, 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 there's certain things that you, scenes that you can kind of see coming, but it does enough to divert your expectation to make it feel fresh. You know what I mean? So that was a really good film, and it's probably only like an hour forty. Like I said, it's on Amazon Prime. If you want to watch it, there's not. Uh, there is a bit of like nudity and stuff. And I mean, they they do show them making the adult film, but it's not anything graphic. There's you know, it's it's very it's an R-rated film. You're gonna see some nudity and stuff, but once that stuff's out of the way in the first half hour, from there it's just all violence and your typical horror slasher film, yeah, right? Yeah, sounds so, like a teen flick. Yeah, kind. Of, although teens wouldn't have the attention span for the first half hour, probably. But <laughs> yeah, I can see what you're saying. Once it starts, um, anyway. Uh, I've been watching something better than all that. Go ahead. I need to take a breather. I'm talking too much. So. Uh, I've been re-watching the ultimate low-budget show. <laughs> Can you ever spend Yeah, of course. Yeah. <laughs> Man. What, is, what is that on? Are you streaming it on something? CBC Gem. CBC Gem, okay. Do, oh they, my do gosh. they have all the episodes on there? So right. it says season one, but it says season one has like 38 episodes. Because I was going through our DVD collection to put stuff away, and I'm just like, I know I have all of them, but I'm pretty sure they're more than one season. 
So I don't know if like just CBC Gem has it labeled wrong because all the numbers are all the episode numbers are different oh, yeah. between like what they normally were numbered. So it's it's you just have to watch it with, you have to watch it with ads. And you stuff have or, to because yeah. CBC Gem doesn't have a non-ad option. Right. Yeah. So and it, it's filmed in four three, so it looks really <laughs> bad. Uh, but man, the stuff they got away with back then was crazy. I'm sure it still holds up today. It's still, it's pretty still so yeah. funny. Like I, I, every episode I've watched so far, um, Spenny hasn't won. But <laughs> <laughs> like you just—it's so good. I st- like I haven't got to my favorite episode yet. I want to know if your favorite episode is the same one as mine. Uh it's been so long since I've watched, but I'm trying to remember. Uh, one of the ones that comes to mind for me maybe is the one when—is there one when they're trying to lose weight or gain weight? I watched the lose weight okay, one. Lose weight. Okay. Yeah, 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 that was really good. That one's good. Uh, my favorite is the one where they have to wear the octopus. On yeah, the I was gonna say the octopus that one. That's great definitely. One. Yeah. I or the, or the one, what's the one when they have to go downtown and try and like kiss as many people as they can? Or, or? touch as many boobs. Is I that think. what it is? Okay. Yes. Um, yeah, that one I haven't come up to yet, but that one is definitely yeah. coming. That's all the the who can date better, who's better date, yep. who can lose the most weight, who can stay, up the, uh, stay awake the longest. Yeah, that's a good one too. Yeah. yeah, <laughs> yeah. But uh, they're all coming yeah. back to me. Yeah. yeah, it's it's still it's still so genius. Like that's you can great. see why Kenny. Uh, like did writing for South Park. Yeah, it's, it's all the yeah. same. He's, it's yeah, it's so genius. Um, so rewatchable. Go watch that. It's free to watch in Canada. <laughs> Please support them. <laughs> so uh, a couple of, a couple of other topics I want to touch on. Besides, now that we're done with the movies and stuff, the shows I've been watching, just some more stuff that's kind of gone on in real life recently, uh, sports wise at least. Let's touch base on sports a bit since we haven't talked about it for a couple of weeks. Uh, if you're a baseball fan, you're probably well aware that the MLB trade deadline was yesterday, and there's a lot of moves. Most of the contending teams did some kind of move to get better. Like uh, the Padres were the obvious, the clear front runner. I mean, they were they emptied out their farm system to to basically not only to try and win this year, but to set themselves up for a decent run for the next few years. Um, you know the uh, you know the Mets and Mets Braves and Phillies all made some moves. Cardinals made a couple moves. Um, Houston, you know, the, the Blue Jays made some moves. Fans weren't thrilled with the moves. They wanted something a little more more of a splash, big splash. But they did get some good pieces. Definitely had some pitching help and uh, some offensive players to give them a little depth. Because we have, we've got, we've got some running, starting to run into some injury problems right now, the Blue Jays are. And you kind of want to nip that in the bud. You don't want to have, like, a, a drought in August. You don't want to fall behind and then have to try and catch up in the wild card yeah. in September. So I feel like the Jays' moves were good, not great. But... Um, yeah, the Yankees definitely got better. Um, the Twins made a lot of good moves. So, yeah, if you're a fan of any team that's in the hunt right now, you're probably happy with, with what your team did at the deadline. And if you're obviously, if your team's already out of it, then they were most likely selling off the farm. Like Cincinnati, Baltimore, uh, who else? Uh, you know, Oakland's always tearing down. Um, Tampa Bay didn't do anything, and they're in the hunt. They made a couple small moves. Did they? Yeah. I didn't see anything. Yeah, it wasn't anything splash. Well, Tampa doesn't need to do splashy moves, but... Um, yeah, no, they did some stuff. So yeah, I mean, there's only I think it's, most teams have uh, 60 games left, so a little about two months approximately worth of games left for MLB. So September should be really interesting this year because I mean, obviously September is always interesting because it's mostly you're playing your own division. So you know the Blue Jays are going to yes. play the Yankees and Tampa, etc. Right? But uh, because this year, remember, they went to like a three-team wild card format. Yes. So now it's like. Your team's not really out of it. Like there's always that wild card op- opportunity, right? 
Because most of the divisions, honestly, are kind of wrapped up at this point. Like, Yankees have a huge lead. Yeah. Houston has a huge lead. Dodgers, like, those divisions are pretty much already wrapped up. So most teams are playing for the wild card at this mm-hmm. point. But, yeah, it'll be, it should be an interesting finish. Um, and then, uh, you know, we're... Are we fourth in the division? Or are we third? I think we're third. I can't remember. Uh, maybe even sec- second? I don't think we're ahead of Tampa Bay. I think we're ahead of Tampa? Okay, I can't remember. You look it up while I'm... uh, The next thing I was going to mention was, you know, we're really only a little more than a month away from NFL starting. That's right around the corner. I I don't remember that ever until, like, I see... It sneaks up on you, yeah. Yeah. Because, I mean, we don't watch preseason games. I mean, who does? (laughs) Yeah. Uh, I think we're just so wrapped up in baseball still. Yeah, exactly. But, yeah, we got to sort of focus in on our fantasy draft soon for NFL. Oh, no. What? No, I'm just thinking, like, I got to... Like, I just gotta start remembering names are again. We second or third? Oh, we are second. Yeah, see, yeah, Blue Jays are second in the division. Eleven games back. Yeah, freaking <laughs> Yankees. Yeah. The rest of it's pretty close though. Like nobody's really out of it. No, except for like the bottom teams in the division. But well, like even Boston's only six games from us. Yeah, Boston's already based on their trade deadline moves. They're kind of caving in. Mm. We'll see. Um, I know I don't talk about apex legends that much anymore but there is a new season around the corner i think it actually starts next tuesday if i get the date correct yeah i think it's next tuesday season I know zero about it season 14 i believe they're making they're making actually making some pretty decent changes for this upcoming season uh i'm impressed with the um they haven't well one thing people aren't happy about is i don't think they're touching the ranked system at all they kind of oh, new ranks they kind of really screwed the rank this yeah. year this season i think they know they have to fix it but they don't want to make any snap judgment so they're going to gradually over the next couple of seasons fix it so they haven't said anything dramatic is going to happen next week but um they're bringing king's canyon back right which people well i think most people really like that map every people, time they bring it back people are happy yeah so I don't see how you could not like it. Um, they're bringing Skulltown back, but they're kind of creating it as a new area. So it's not original Skulltown. Oh. It's like they're calling Revamped? it a, they're calling it a relic or something. It's like oh. Skulltown with like a, it's not as open as it was before. But you know, like the first couple of weeks, everybody's just gonna land there. Oh yeah, because everybody's like, oh yeah, Skulltown. Yeah. Um, you know, there's a new new legend, obviously, as there always is for each season. This one's called Vantage. She's like a sniper with a she has like a bat companion. And apparently, from what I can tell in the trailer, you can, like, kind of use the bat as, like... So, like, the eagle in um, Assassin's Creed? No, not... Well, <gasps> yes and no. I I think the bat can... No, I'm thinking of the... She has a sniper scope that can tell you certain information about the enemy. Like, if you're highlighting them when you're sniping, yeah. you, you can tell what shields they have. Um, <laughs> I think it reveals some other information, too, if I'm not mistaken. But... Uh, I trying to remember what her, her skill has something to do with she can like leap so if the bats stay like 10 meters ahead of you she can leap to the bat and then launch off it almost like oh, using it as like a double jump like a jump pad but in the air to like get to like higher building right. stuff so it's kind of interesting um, but in terms of like gameplay changes they're making quite a bit um, some, some things people are happy about some things are not um, one thing people are happy about is the two guns that they're bringing out of the care package right. the Volt and the G7 people mm-hmm. love those guns so those will be available again on the ground I can't remember which guns are going to be going into the care package I think one of them is the bow which Aww. I don't know I like the bow but it's not not the end of the world uh, what's the other big change they're doing though uh, people were kind of iffy about so they oh they took out the um, self revive it's one of the past <gasps> The gold backpack? No, the gold knockdown. 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 So, yeah, so if you had a gold knockdown shield, how it would work is if you, if an enemy knocked you and you were, you were able to like crawl away behind a rock or something and you were quiet enough, because it is quite loud, yes. you, you, if you, it takes about 10 seconds you can pull off a self-revive. Um, Why are they taking it away? Um, I, I didn't read any actual patch notes yet, but the theories that I've seen on Reddit seem to be that they just think it's not 
fair, especially at a higher skill level, that like if you take out a whole team and one of them manages to sneak away and revive with like a gold uh, knockdown and a gold backpack, so they're back almost to full health, that it's like. I don't know. There, there's just to me, like, especially if you're playing as Mirage, like if you're invisible crawling away with a self res, it's almost impossible unless you hear it to find them, right? So I don't know. I guess they just figured it was time for a change. But the other interesting thing is they took away the ability for the gold back. The gold backpack used to be like if you revived someone, they came back with half health and half shields. Right. So it's almost like it's an advantage to get back into a fight right away to heal faster, right? So now, because they took off the self res from the gold knockdown, they transferred that ability. So now if you're carrying a gold knockdown and you revive someone, they come back with the half health. You have to have both? No. No, that's what I mean. They took it off the gold backpack. Oh. So now the new skill for the gold backpack is you can carry double the meds. Oh. So like twice the number of batteries and med kits and right. stuff. So really, like, it's good for Lifeline. Like, Lifeline should still have the gold backpack yeah. because she's the support, the healing character, yeah. so she should carry all the meds. But yeah, I don't, I don't know. It's just it's an interesting change that they're transferring that to the gold knockdown and taking off the self-res. Some other weird changes too, like they, so the wingman, which is like the revolver pistol, yes. most people love it, especially yes. if you're really good at it, it's a deadly gun. It usually takes heavy ammo, but they're switching it to sniper ammo. <laughs> it's not a sniper. No, it's not. But I think their reasoning again is that it's it's hard to find heavy ammo in a match, so it, it's easier to find sniper ammo based on how they usually do the loot. So I think they just figure like, if they're taking the... Then change the loot pool. Yeah. they They are in some capacities, like they're making... The Spitfire, which is normally a heavy gun, they're making that take light ammo now. And there's one other change that they made. I cannot remember. But yeah, as far as I know, they're not nerfing any characters, or some people are a little angry about Like, someone's like, why haven't they nerfed Valkyrie yet? Or Yeah, does everybody um, still have a Valkyrie in this Yeah, <laughs> Yeah, you have to have a Valkyrie. Like, no one's using Mad Maggie anymore. No one's really using Ash. Um, I don't What's know. What's the meta now? The meta? I mean... Bloodhound's always strong. Bangalore is always strong. I don't see people using Octane and Mirage as much. Like if you're playing competitively, you need to have like a Watson or a Caustic on your team, just to like hold a building. Um, but yeah, I don't. No one's Crypto is always underused. <laughs> Revenant is hit or miss now. I used to like using him a lot. Um, Wraith obviously is always useful because no matter what, they can never fix her hitbox. Her hitbox mm-hmm. is always so damn small. Mm-hmm. No matter what they do to her, she's always ridiculously overpowered. So I don't know. Um, I don't think there was an easy solution, but... How did the uh, anime event go? Uh, I mean, like most of the events, I don't think it was... Yeah, most people bought the skins that they wanted, and I don't know. I I haven't splurged on one of those events for a long time. I said, Like I said, I haven't spent money on Apex in a long time. I haven't spent any money on MLB, obviously, all year, aside from the, the initial purchase. So, yeah, I'm just kind of going along with, like... I kind of I only play Fortnite with you guys now. I don't play Fortnite much on my own, so I'm I'm not I'm not gonna finish that battle pass. But I don't really care. I don't care about getting Darth Vader or anything. So you got Indiana. Jones I got Indiana Jones. Jones you got shirtless Indiana Jones. That's right. <laughs> I got I got Indiana Jones in the Temple of Doom. Indiana Jones. Uh, I I have the battle pass, and I ain't gonna get Indiana Jones. Yeah. Or I don't care about Darth Vader. I just want to get all the girls before it <laughs> before it ends. So yeah, I don't know. That's where I'm at with. I guess I'm obviously still gonna. Play Apex and MLB as they usually do. Try and fit some Uncharted time in. Play some Fall Guys and Fortnite with you guys. Mm-hmm. Sort of the routine. And now Rabbids. Right. <laughs> yeah, Luke's got the new Rabbids game on the Switch. Um, so, yeah. I think, I think we're all caught up now. So, next week I can come back with a regular topic and we'll kind of get this thing back on track. And so. then we'll have to miss a week for moving, but then, <laughs> then we'll be back at it. True. Yeah. 
Uh, it's at the end of the month, so. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, uh, shall we pose the email? I think we could just record in advance and then well, of course we could. Yeah, it. I could. I'm a genius. <laughs> so genius. What's your question then? Uh, yeah. I mean, we don't really have a topic today, so what should the question be? Um, I'll just pose it this way. That I mean, like I said I've watched a lot of stuff the last couple of weeks. Um, tell me, is there anything that you're looking forward to seeing in the upcoming? You know, a few months, uh, whether it's in theaters or something that's coming out on streaming, maybe um, a new season of something coming out. Like, I, I know the other day, I know it's not coming out recently, we were talking about, like, Squid Game Season 2 the other day, whatever. Yeah, that, I'm like, when the, where That's the probably next that? year, I assume. I would assume but, so. Yeah, but I don't know. I, I looked at, there's not really a lot of stuff coming out in theaters in the next couple months I'm really excited for, um, but maybe maybe you guys have diff- I know what's coming out. What? Grey's Anatomy Season 18. <sighs> or was it Season 18? I have lost count. <laughs> Yeah. Oh there is God. some stuff. Okay, I should say, actually, um, uh, we just talked about this at dinner time, but if you have Disney Plus. Buzz th- is out now. It is. Lightyear is out today, but this coming Friday. Uh, yeah, Prey, which is a new Predator film. If you want to watch CBC Gem, all <laughs> you will see is Prey. Every ad break. Yeah. Prey. Well, it's only available on streaming, so they got to promote it somehow. Oh, my gosh. But, uh, yeah, that looks interesting. It's getting re- it's, it's reviewing really well so far as well. So, anyways, uh, being back on topic, email. Let us know anything you're interested in watching or that's coming out in the next couple months. And uh, what is the email link, sir? When opposites react at gmail.com. So, yeah, hopefully any of our longtime listeners didn't really fall off the last few weeks. You know, we, we definitely didn't disappear. We're not, you know, we didn't cl- shut down the podcast permanently or anything. We just had a little hiatus because I was sick. I apologize. We probably could have recorded last week, but I just wasn't really feeling it and didn't have a topic. We were still so coffee, coffee. Yeah, I still was 100% last week. So, anyways, we're back now. I plan to be back full time. Hopefully, I won't get sick again. And uh, <laughs> Please don't. No, I know. We were, we're moving soon, so if you get sick now, yeah, it's we're bad in timing. trouble. Yeah. Anyways, uh, but anyways, thank if you are returning, we thank you for your support. We'd love to hear from you. Please send us an email, and we will be back same time next week. Bye. Bye.